If you're listening to this podcast, it is likely because you're currently being pursued by some sort of extraterrestrial, spiritual, or cryptozoological threat. You probably saw that this show was about these sorts of otherworldly abominations and reckoned it a place of insight. Unfortunately, the following podcast is entirely farcical and will be of little help to anyone. But you're here, so you might as well enjoy the show and pray that it doesn't find you. Welcome back to Lore Folk, a podcast where we riff on all things paranormal. I'm your host, Aiden Kidd, and today I'm joined by my co-host, Confidant, and we're still not doing a third thing for the list anymore. It's Medibar! It's me! I'm the third thing. I've already made that joke. But this time it's got a Dr. Seuss twist. You got thing one, thing two, and me. It's a whole brand new episode of Lorefolk here for your listening desires, you fucking ravenous monsters. If you're listening to this uh, right when it comes out, yay. If you've been listening to a bunch of episodes in a row, how you doing? How's the binge? You have any snacks? This is the latest episode. What happened in the last episode? Leave it in the comments. I don't know. There's going to be a quiz at the end of this episode, so you best be paying attention. Look at us, Maddie, tricking these fucking idiots into engagement on the YouTube comment section. Look at them falling for our evil ruse. Not a single one has caught on to our sinister machinations. (laughs) (laughs) And for all you reverse psychology shouties out there, uh, don't fucking comment. Don't do anything. Don't interact. Don't even think about it. Maddie, what do you have to talk about today? I have something. Uh, It requires some context. So I'm sending you... Oh, Oh God, God. that shows up so long. Uh, I'm sending you a, 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 I guess, a comic or like a drawing, I suppose. you just texted it to me? I texted it to you. You don't need to read the stuff at the bottom. But it's this cool comic. It's it's based on a picture by an artist named Nell Falkard. Or, yeah, Nell Falkard. She seems cool. This uh, cartoon has made its way around the internet several times. I used to see it in high school, and I always thought it was pretty hardcore. Oh, I've seen this. Yeah, it's this really cool thing. I I can tweet it later, but it says, Tooth fairies are a smaller and friendlier subspecies of the larger and much more hostile bone fairies. And then there's a really cool picture of, like, a big-ass fucking bone fairy, and it's all got skulls on it and shit. But I'm really curious. So so we have that. There's the context, bone fairies. The concept of bone fairies. They're hardcore. I love them. But this calls into question, what does the tooth fairy do with your teeth? I imagine it's kind of like a queen bee situation in which the worker bees, such as the tooth fairy, are going out and collecting small teeth from infants and giving them to the big bone fairy mother queen. That's good. And she eats them, or...? Well, judging by the pictures, it appears they absorb them in some way, and it becomes part of their body. So I will say, so yes. They're like acrylic fingernails. Our our ivory queen is out here just snatching up them baby bones. We love that. I have a hot take here from Berg Children's Dentistry and Orthodontics. <laughs> 
which is literally just some dentist website that popped up when I looked what looked up what does the tooth fairy do with your teeth. Uh, and they've answered this question. An exclusive look into what the tooth fairy does with your teeth. And they have a couple answers here. And they're all followed by a cute little graphic of like a fairy with like a, a cartoon tooth. But rest assured, there's much more um, sinister work at play here, I think. The tooth fairy could build a castle with your teeth, which is horrifying. Or they say she could make magical fairy dust out of them, which like, I'm pretty sure that's just cocaine, right? Teeth like cocaine. Teeth cocaine, yeah. That's what dentists do when they like when they're gonna do. You know, I gotta put a bunch of braces on. They're like, Whoop. Maddie, are you implying? <laughs> Maddie, hold on a second. I'm not gonna let that one go. Are you implying that cocaine using dentists are doing the devil's snuffy snuff? Just so they can put on braces faster on these fucking kids? Have you ever had to put bra- have braces put on you, Aiden? No, I have Invisalign. It's... Oh. You have Invisalign! Yeah. We can't be friends anymore, I'm sorry. Why? No, you- no suffering. I'm sorry. I just can't do it, you know? I just can't be friends with someone. I mean, I still had to do all the mold stuff, that's all the same. You've never had to have the glue shaved off your teeth? You've never had a, a wire snap in, in the middle of lunch and you had to be rushed to the orthodontist because you were stabbing yourself in the cheek. Can't no. relate. Anyway, <laughs> you can cut all this. I had braces for five years. It's deeply traumatic. Anyway, my uh, the third and final suggestion from Berg Children's Dentistry and Orthodontics is uh, the tooth fairy gives your teeth to babies who need help chewing. And this I'm really, like, vibing with. I I really... The degree to which I hate (laughs) this cannot be measured by known means. Actually, the the closure here. No! The the circle of life with with teeth, right? No, fuck the circle! I don't want (laughs) hand-me-down teeth! That's horrible! I Uh, hate that! Jimmy, ah, you're gonna have to take your brother's teeth. We can't afford fresh (laughs) ones. I hate it! (laughs) Oh, it sends shivers down my spine. It's so Which, as we know, is the long tooth that's inside your back. (laughs) One big tooth. All your bones are just funny-shaped teeth. That's a fact. No, I really like this, but I also really like the possibility of, like, like, do your, do my, my, like, baby teeth get passed down? Do they wait? To see if I have kids and then give them to my babies? Or do they just go to, like, the closest physical baby? (laughs) Is it like, is it like the daughter party where they had to separate the dead people that they were eating into separate groups so people wouldn't eat their own kin? Like, you have to separate the teeth so it doesn't go to your own kin? Well, it's like, who, you know, who gets my teeth? Is it literally just, like, the timing of, like, you at the exact moment on the planet that you lost that tooth, you know, a baby was about to grow a new tooth, and it just appears in their mouth? Or is it, like, you know, how does it work? Also, who, you know, I don't want to be that guy, but, like, who's who's got Hitler's teeth, right? Where are the Mussolini <laughs> teeth? Who, which baby Somebody got those? out there had Hitler's teeth! <laughs> yeah, like, I'm not, you know, you could pick any famous person. Who gets those teeth, right? Who I don't know! Who has Groucho Marx's teeth? I need them! Yeah, exactly. I want to know. 
So, and it's his teeth. It's, 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 do you have like a familial line of like, you know, oh, my father had Shakespeare's teeth and now I have the queen's teeth. Like, I just, I'm interested, you know, I want to know how the whole system works. I hate so. this. I hate this, I hate this, I hate this. And I am so fascinated and I want to talk about it forever. (laughs) Would you want a famous person's teeth or would you want like a, you know, some rando person or maybe a dentist, right? Well, what's funny about this hilarious teeth argument that we're having is the fact that it calls into some pretty existential questions of the self and individuality. Mm. Are we not the sum of our parts or are we just the broom that's been put together with other people's parts? See, does that make it, sense at all? Did you does, no, no, did that it does, scan? It does. Do I have my own personality or have I just ripped all my cool traits from TVs and movies? I don't know. But you you have your own teeth, right? It's just your baby teeth that get shuffled around. Because you you, you know, you you you're born and you're growing teeth, and then as a baby you somehow cosmically, you know, steal Obama's baby teeth or whatever. But then those teeth fall out, right? And go to a different baby and you grow your own teeth. So you still have your own identity with your with your adult teeth. Who is the source baby teeth? <laughs> How far does this go? At what point in human evolution did babies stop growing their own teeth because we reached a max amount of people and we were able to start just shuffling them around to who needed them? And during that time, was there like a stockpile of past baby teeth that they were then using. Yeah, maybe the in the tooth fairy industry, they like they just had all these baby teeth sitting around, and then one day there was some baby on Earth, and they were like, oh, this baby's not growing teeth. Oh, let's just, until the big teeth come in, we'll just give them these baby teeth. And then they realize that, like, oh, we should just, you know, it's it's eco-friendly, right? It Reduce, reuse, recycle your, your baby teeth, you know? And then what happens... What happens to your wisdom teeth, though? Because you can get your wisdom teeth out, too. Is there a, is there a wisdom tooth adult tooth fairy transfer happening as well? Oh, my God. Or is it just God. baby teeth? This goes all the way it's, down. It goes so deep, and I didn't realize that when I brought it up uh, from the Berg Children's Dentistry and Orthodontics <laughs> website. Are all dentists in on this? I think so. They must, if Berg knew. Do they take an oath that says you can't tell people that there's a baby tooth system and shuffles all the baby teeth around? Is that why when I lost my baby teeth and then I put them in a little plastic baggie to remember them and then I like couldn't find them? It's because the tooth fairy was giving them to some other baby? Fucking every single dentist has taken <laughs> some sort of Hippocratic oath Right. And is now sworn to the secrecy of <laughs> big like of big baby teeth. <laughs> Do you think that these dentists are in some way putting themselves in the line of fire by providing us with the secret information? Perhaps. Yeah. It's I a don't good know. thing that you changed their name. Right. Oh. And you didn't yeah. say the real actual name. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a good thing. Maddie? Did you yeah. use their real name? Uh n- no. What? Maddie, you I... know I, I can't bleep it out in post. That's against the oh. podcaster's Hippocratic Shit. Oath. Oh, God. Um, I No, I would never use their real name. I, pff, everything I say is a lie. You know, you what, put them what in the line hosts? of fire of Big Tooth. Maddie, oh, no! no!
All right, we're in the ad break. This is where we do ads and blobby bloop bloop. You know this. I don't yeah. feel like we should explain it every single time. I, I feel like we should explain that you can buy an ad every time, but that's it. Buy an ad. This episode of Lorefolk is brought to you in part by those little leaf circles that swirl around your feet on windy fall days and make you feel like a witch. Step into your supernatural powers and listen to Lorefolk today. You know him from his beloved TV show and his hilarious comic career. But now, coming soon to HBO, is that fat cat as you've never seen him before in his one-man show, 700 Mondays. Does that... Does anyone... Un, do you get that joke? Uh, I'm sure my dad will. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, it's funny, kids. Kids, listen to me. Please explain there's this it guy, to the youths. There's this guy named Billy Crystal. You know him as Mike Wazowski. And he has a one-man show on HBO called 700 Sundays. It's very famous. I promise I'm not an old man, and I'm a kid just like you. Are you sure? That's my very funny joke that I made. Did you like it? I explained it in the show. Did you like it? Please tell me you liked it. I need approval and validation from the kids. Did you like it? I'm glad you did. I'm being plagued by my own paranormal entity, and its name is John Edmund Mullaney. Oh? In between episodes, I binged his show, Oh Hello, The Podcast. And in one of the episodes, he did an ad where he makes a joke about how all the ads for the film Snow Dogs feature the dogs talking despite them only doing so in a brief dream sequence. And as we all know, I am the king of snow dog jokes, and he is taking my IP from me. He's coming for your throne! I was in a potbelly sandwich shop about two years ago. I was being rung up by the cashier, and he asked me if I wanted a membership card. And I said, no, but it sounds cool. And he was like, do, do you want one? Do you want a membership card? And I said no. Two weeks later, <gasps> Kid Gorgeous hits Netflix and Mulaney told a near-identical story, but said it in a Best Buy. He also included the fact that his wife was there to remind me that I am alone. Wow, how can he twist the knife in like that? Case three. Oh my god. I was watching him on an interview with Stephen Colbert, and in their discussion, while talking about his anxieties, he said, It has to be good to make up for the fact that it's me. So not only is he stealing my jokes, he's also stealing my grim motivations. Those are the thoughts that plague me at night, John! Aiden's the only one who's allowed to hate himself. Every time I have a somewhat funny thought, John Mulaney <laughs> swoops in like a hawk and he uses it. It's like, that's my one funny thought, you have seven of them, let me have mine! You're lying awake at night and he, you like think about something and chuckle and he like taps on the window and he's like, I've already done it, Aiden! <laughs> You'll never be funny as me! Aha! I've stolen your jokes, you dumb motherfucker! And you don't have a wife! Aha! 
I'm terrified that he'll come out with a new Netflix special, and in the middle of it, he'll just be like, So I was walking along 7th Avenue a couple years ago. This is in New York, where I live. And I noticed this emaciated hobbit-looking guy walking out of the Lyceum Theater. And I thought to myself, I'm gonna ruin the rest of that guy's life. And so I did. And it worked out great. And I'll be at home like, that's me! He's talking about me! (laughs) And he'll like, turn to the camera. And he'll be like... (laughs) Look at you, sitting there like a loser. I can see you through the screen. I am God. You may be wondering why I've done this. A reasonable question with a simple answer. I'm a petty bitch. I feel so bad, but I love this is so great, you know? I'm loving it. If it was a John Mulaney special, I'd be in the audience laughing. I'm sorry, Aiden. Your strife is hilarious. Of course you would. Of course anyone would. Aiden's a sad little man, so please tell your friends to listen to this podcast. Maybe we can get an army. We can amass an army of people to to be naysayers against John Mulaney for you. No, please, nobody fucking... Oh, I'm gonna meet John. I'm gonna get famous now with the sole purpose of meeting John Mulaney so I can be like, Hey, you! No. I got a bone to pick with you, mister! You stole my friend's bit! Oh, you mean my C material? <laughs> They'll be like, no! Anyway, that's the end of the episode. Uh, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Tell your friends. Buy an ad. Leave a comment. I think two people left a comment on the last YouTube episode. It warmed my little heart. Honestly, I mean, don't do this, but you could just come and like write like, haha, pee pee poo poo episode. And I'd probably be like, yeah, we got a comment, baby! <laughs> Yeah, uh, do genuinely consider leaving a like on the YouTube thing, especially when you got a small channel like this. It really does help. So I appreciate it. Goodbye. I love you. I love you. I love you, listeners. Goodbye. But don't forget to write.